Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios, on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. And here we go, Armed American Radio's Daily Defense from the Georgia AAR Studios at the ranch, the Sig Sauer Studio. Do you have a ranch? Hold on a second. Uh, Yeah, Andy Hoosier. That's Andy Hoosier. It's funny. We're going to hear from Andy Hoosier. I wonder if that was coincidental or pre-planned by production in Dallas. I don't know. We'll find out, though. Daniel Defense, Mike Lit up for you. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. All of it being brought to you today and every day by that company, that great company, X-Insurance. Welcome in on the heels of the big monster cast. Yesterday's program was a dynamite show. It always is. Greg in Dallas, Texas, running those boards and producing the show. How are you today, my friend? Here we are again. Yep, I am just uh, broadcasting from a winter wonderland. Got some nasty weather there in uh, in the Metroplex, don't you? Uh, we got a little dust and a snow last night after the show. Ours is supposed to get bad tonight. North George is going to feel a little bit of it. That's a, I don't think we're going to get what you got, but ISIS is a possibility. That's okay. Shepherd's pie, a glass of bourbon, and a fireplace. How about that? Not like you have to drive anywhere, right? Yeah, right? Drive from the studio to the house. Hop on uh, side by side. That's not a big deal. Welcome in. Tell people, if you would be so kind, Greg, how they can watch the program in high definition and participate in the chat, we'll get cranking. I don't know if I'm kind about it, but here he goes. Just head on over to (laughs) armedamericanradio.org or .com. On the right-hand side of that website, you'll see the menu icon. Give that a click, and you'll have that Watch Live option right there in front of you, as well as the Listen Live and the Podcast link. If you want to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. So I have a cup of Defender coffee going here and a sugar-free Red Bull, because I was kind of thirsty for something carbonated. Double-fisting it, a cup huh? of coffee. So yeah, I, is it sugar-free Red Bull and a cup of coffee, double-fisting it? I mean... I guess it could be. I in mean, caffeine la-la land, right? Yeah. Let's go to Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason, KQAM, KQAM, Wichita's big talker, Andy Hoosier. Wichita's UFO Hoosier. UFO Hoosier. What's UFO, up? Happy UFOlogist. Monday. Hi, happy Monday. How are you, my brother from another mother? How's the weather up Man. in uh, up in Kansas? Is, is it, is it we like, are, you like it, freezing? Oh, I love it. It is five degrees right now. This weekend, we had negative five with a negative 20 wind chill. And you love that. <laughs> okay, well, I there was a uh, Boy Scout group here in the county that had their camping trip over the weekend. And let's just say I was a little bit envious of them. They actually went? Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. Yeah, I would think minus five would be, you know, a little bit extreme. For a camp, hey, I know you want to teach them man. survival skills, mental toughness, all that stuff. But you know that can be that can be you know deadly weather. You can lose a limb. You know what I mean? 
Ah, or at least cold, a digit. You get the hypothermia, then you feel great. <laughs> Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. That's why we have you on. I don't know how you're so. reasoning that one, but whatever. Andy, let's talk some politics with you today, because not too far from you uh, is the big square off in Iowa today. Uh, what, what's your take? What do you think is going to happen in, in uh, Iowa? The Hawkeye cockeye, man. Well, Donald Trump went into this one with the final polls showing that he was right around 52, 53 percent of the vote and Ron DeSantis coming in at like 12 percent. So there's a vast difference there. Donald Trump's obviously going to run away with it tonight unless there's a major shock factor there. But of course, they had to do their last minute campaigning over the weekend and Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis doing what they could. My, my question is, at this point in the game, with Trump leading so bigly, so to speak, in Iowa with going into New Hampshire shortly after where he has a still a majority of a vote, but it's within 15 points instead of 40 points. My question is, is when will we start seeing the other candidates begin to slowly drop out of the race? And I, I think that's the big question right now. Donald Trump has all the momentum, even with the media making ridiculous attacks on him right now, just to do whatever they can to try and knock that down. It's just not working. So, yeah, I see a big victory for Donald Trump tonight. And we'll see what happens thereafter for the primaries uh, in New Hampshire uh, for the next one. What do you think DeSantis is going to do? You, you think he bails? I don't think he bails until after New Hampshire, maybe not even after till, after South Carolina. But it no, won't be long after fact, that. Once he sees those three that are not in his camp and Haley as well, they're out. I think, well, there's I a guess. there's a conversation that apparently has been happening of DeSantis and Haley partnering up for a ticket together to try and unify <laughs> that vote against Trump. Let me sigh on that one. Yeah, all I can do is laugh at that. That is just so despicable, and they are just so terrible. It's just it's it's impeccable that they decided to team up. Let me tell you why I think that would be a mistake for DeSantis. DeSantis is not yet seen as an establishment candidate. Nikki Haley is. And I think that would hurt DeSantis in the long run. Yeah. I think it would hurt him in the short term as well. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no. It, look, do, do you, you see him win. as an establishment candidate? I don't. I still see him as an outsider, but, you know. Yeah, I think that he, when he jumped into the race, he was very much not an establishment candidate. And I think that he's tried to warm himself up more so to that with the fact that he hasn't done as well as what he thought. So he's done whatever he could to try and get some more support. So he's moving that direction, and he's got to be careful. So you're right. If he does partner with Nikki Haley, I think that would definitely uh, solidify him as an establishment candidate that yeah, not even those that are bordering between Trump and DeSantis would definitely drop DeSantis in that situation. I think he's easily I, swayable. I don't know. I don't know. He's a smart guy. I, I, you know, I think what he's doing right now is he's positioning himself for you know, four years from now. He's getting out there. He's getting his feet wet. And I think it makes sense for him to do that. Um, he's a great program candidate, I, you know, as far as all of them are concerned. I, I wouldn't trust Nikki Haley with my gun rights. Would you, Andy? No. no would you trust, Greg, would you trust Nikki Haley with your gun rights? Absolutely not. No, I would see her waffling as an establishment candidate, no doubt, falling prey to the Cornyns, et cetera. Uh, you know, we got to do something crowd. I don't see Nikki Haley being strong enough to stand up for my gun rights and and uh, and have my 100% support, I would I would far, you know feel a lot more comfortable with DeSantis, no question about it, because he's not going to take any crap. I think he's positioning himself himself for a 2028, Andy. That, that's just my guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's got his feet wet in the campaign. He knows now he's learned, right, 
what to do and what not to do, what works, what doesn't work, who to piss off and who not to, okay? Those yeah. types of things. And, and I think it's a good education for him because DeSantis, if you know, we have a lot of time in politics, four years, you know, six months, a lot of time in politics. But nonetheless, assuming things hold, hold steady and hold true and DeSantis remains in the public eye, I think he I think he is probably a front runner in 2028. But, you know, I could be wrong. I, I don't know if you would agree with that or not. Well, yeah, and that's what you do. I mean, look, you're, n- you're never going to win the presidency the first go around. I mean, Donald Trump, it took him three, four times to actually get the nomination finally in 2015. So, yeah, you have to do this a few times in order to get your name out there and to solidify and unify that vote for your caucus, whatever side that may be. So, yeah, he's not going to get it this time. He's he right now. This is the investment for the 2028 campaign or thereafter. I'm not sure whichever one it may be, but uh, this is for him to try and get his name out and campaign as hard as he can now for people to remember him the next time in the next go around whenever he jumps back in. Greg, let me throw this to you. Trump has already stated that he's already settled on a on a running mate. Any idea what a guess it would be Um, or who it would be, I should say? There's a lot of good candidates out there. I'll say that initially. Um, I don't, is it a Nikki Haley? Is it a DeSantis? No, it's not. It's, it's no one that's currently in the race. It's someone that is currently a political figure. Now, they could be in office or they may not be in office. Um, I, I'm leaning towards Christy Nome, uh, but I can't I can't really, you know, just solidify saying, yeah, it's going to be Christy Nome. I think it might be, but, I mean... Your guess is as good as mine. It could be Carrie Lake, as far as I know. I was just going to ask that, Andy. Do you think it's possible it could be Carrie Lake? I don't know about that. Yeah, those are. Here's the thing. Donald Trump said he wanted a woman, so in, uh, I have a good inkling it's probably going to be. But those are the two names that I've thought of as well, with Christy yeah. Nome and Carrie Lake. The problem is, is that you want someone that appeals to a different crowd than the one that you already have, which is the problem with Carrie Lake. And no. whether we like Mike Pence or dislike Mike Pence now, back in the day. Those two worked perfectly together because for the wildness that Donald Trump was, the Mike Pence calmness kind of balanced things out and they worked beautifully together. So uh, when you find somebody, you not only want to find an appeal to a different crowd, but you want to appeal to certain parts of the country. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to appeal to certain demographics. So you want something that's different than your uh, the base you already have. Carrie Lake gets kind of the woman vote. But she's a she's a quote unquote MAGA Trumper, so she's already in that category. She doesn't really appeal to a broader audience outside of what Trump already has. Christy Nome, I think, could do that. Although he's already got the middle of the country already locked up as uh, as well if he gets the nomination, so that doesn't really help with getting electoral college votes either. So I I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know if he's going to choose someone from the California area or somewhere else around the country. Hmm. Maybe it should be a split ticket. Maybe he should bring Newsom in or go back to Pence or even <laughs> Pence's brother who isn't going to run. Oh, just kidding. Oh, John Kasich. Yeah, there's one, too. Or maybe even Chris Christie himself. Right. Oh, please. We're just funning with you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back right after this with Andy Hoosier. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, precision. Daniel Defense. Democrats know nothing about that. Mark Walters in the Sig Sauer Studios here at AAR Ranch in Georgia. Daniel Defense, Mike, powered up for you. 
filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. X Insurance presents it all. Please go out of your way to support all of our partners. Yesterday, I made a kind of a heartfelt plea for you. Mike Lindell canceled at Fox News is the report. And I spoke to a couple people over there that notified me in advance of that before it was made public. And I got to tell you, good heavens, support the man. It's real easy to do. MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio. Buy something. Buy a pet bed. Buy some sheets. Buy some towels. A towel. Buy the slippers. That's a great deal. We're wearing them right here now, and it's great at this time of year. The slippers are fantastic. 48 bucks, and you show, hey, thank you for steadfastly supporting my right to keep and bear arms by proxy through Armed American Radio for all of these years. The man needs your support right now, ladies and gentlemen. Cancel culture ain't going to cut it. This is how we fight back, and it's, it's tough to do. But we have to do it. And they've got great products over there, so why wouldn't you, right? That's what we do here at the ranch. We're going to make some more purchases just because. We use the same promo codes, AAR. It says, thank you, Mike, for supporting the right to bear arms. And we appreciate that, and we appreciate him and his efforts very much. MyPillow.com slash Armed American Radio. Andy Hoosier, Voice of Reason. Welcome back in, my brother. It's always a pleasure to have you here, especially on Mondays. It's a great way to start the week. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So uh, this is kind of funny. I was talking. A lot of listeners might be one. You know, last night... Justin Moon of the Roundtable didn't make it in, and it was you know, that always concerns me a little bit because I, I know where most everybody is, and everybody you know I knew what the, that the schedule was locked up, and I got a text message from Justin at five after eleven p.m. last night Eastern time that said I'm trying to call in. He was panicking. I'm trying to call in. There's no answer. I said, Are you in a different time zone? He said, I'm in the Panama City, Florida. Oh, he was in the Central Time Zone last night. <laughs> And it happens, Andy. It happens. And I want to also thank you, Andy, for letting us know uh, to bring Rebecca on last night. I could have kept her on the show. I could have gone two hours with her. What an incredible interview and an incredible woman she is. You got a good one, KQAM listeners and other listeners in Kansas as well, Andy. You got a good one. Thanks for bringing her to our attention. I'm looking forward to bringing her back on. She's great. She's great. She's been uh, the organizer for One Million Moms Against Gun Control for years, uh, and I've been friends with her. That's where I met her at first, and now she's a. Fr- uh, this is her second term as a state rep in the state of Kansas. Now with that constitutional amendment she put up. So yeah, Rebecca Shmoy, she is amazing, and she's a she's a wonderful advocate, a great asset, and uh, uh, really happy to have her. So I'm glad she was able to get on the program with you and talk about what she's doing here because Kansas always ranks in like the top three for gun rights states in the nation. But we want to. A be lot of people one. don't know that. And I yeah. love bringing attention to that it, because it's true. Kansas is a gun-loving state. And for her to want to solidify the state right to bear arms in the Constitution, that is, that's such a huge move. We've seen other states do it as well. But when you can strengthen it at the state level, it really tells the federal government to you. And I love that. So her efforts, I'm, obviously, we're going to continue to follow that. You will as well. You'll know more about it in advance of us. And please notify us so we can bring her back to the program. She was an awful lot of fun to have. So... Yeah. Let's go. Uh, let's go back to Trump in Iowa briefly. Well, let's, let me let me focus on Biden for just a second, because while Trump's numbers are dominating on the Republican side right now, there's a report out today. Joe Biden's numbers are the lowest ever for a president at this part in his first term ever. Thirty one percent. The vast majority of Americans are sick and tired of him in every single category a majority thinks he's doing a crappy job andy hoosier is there any way the democrats with numbers like this can cheat their way through this election and pull out a biden victory 
Well, they're going to do what they can. I mean, they're obviously they have their plan in motion, but they they realize they have to do whatever it takes to keep Trump out of the White House again. Here's the problem. If they're going to put up a new candidate, they're running out of time. The Iowa caucus is today. New Hampshire is just uh, right around the corner as well. So things are happening quickly. And if they're going to be on the ballot, they have to do so. So the bigger question is, how are they going to immense operation Joe Biden trip down the stairs while trying to tie his shoe? Because they realize how unpopular he is. On the other hand, he is still a puppet for the Obamas, and the Obamas are still in control right now. We had Barack Obama come out just a week ago and say that he was extremely concerned about the election and that he needed better staff around Biden in order to help campaign better. And then we saw the announcement from Michelle Obama on a podcast just a week ago at the same time saying how scared she is about the election. So. I mean, could we see Michelle Obama jump in, be the Gandalf riding on the white horse and is the savior of the day for the Democrat Party? I still wouldn't put that out of the realm of opportunity here because the Obamas want either themselves or someone they can control in the White House to keep their agenda going. And right now, Joe Biden still is that best candidate for them to to be the puppet for. Do they want one of themselves? They've made piles of money. Hundreds of millions of dollars. Do they really want to go back into the White House or do they just want to remain behind the scenes as the puppet masters. I'm not convinced they want to go back. Although comments like that from Michelle Obama on that podcast and from Barack Obama a couple weeks ago, those are trial balloons. They're floating it out there. There's no question about it. I'm not convinced, though, with the piles and gobs of money that they're making, because these are very self-serving people. I don't believe they went back in. I think they want to be able to pull the strings of whoever is back in. You think this goes to the convention with the Democrats? I'm going to stand by my deal. And you've mentioned Michelle Obama before, and you've stood by that. You know, you could be right about that. No one knows what could happen at a convention. But does it go the distance? Yeah, I I don't know. And you're right. I agree. I don't think they want to be in office. Yeah, yeah I, don't I don't think, think they, they want to be in office, but I don't know who else they have as their puppet masters. I mean, Gavin Newsom is not in that same realm. He's going over to China trying to be, you know, be bought out from them so he can be the paid for Chinese candidate to go into the race. And Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of Michigan, has also been named as the victimized woman of the Democrat Party, who's a fighter who would be a great candidate for the Democrats as well. But she, I don't know how she doesn't have enough name recognition. She doesn't have enough. She doesn't have enough name recognition. And let's be honest here. Gavin Newsom will never let anybody pull. He'll never be anybody's puppet. He's going to be his own master. They won't be able to control him. He's got too much of an ego, too much hair gel. No, uh -uh. (laughs) he's not going to let anybody pull his strings. So I I don't you know, that's I'm not convinced about that whole Obama thing. I I, I just don't know. Do they want to remain behind the scenes? There's no question about it. Um, But it, it is no doubt going to be interesting to play out. It is impossible to hide Biden's poll numbers now. And I found it interesting. You know, there's a video clip that the mainstream media is all over now, particularly over at that rag drudge report that's all over Trump all day about uh, him dragging his foot when he walked in from the cold. <laughs> did you see the video? I did, yeah. God, they're, yeah, they're so you know, desperate. They're, now they're claiming he's got some medical condition. Barack, not Barack Obama, Joe Biden can't even, the videos, they won't even cover him shuffling around yeah. a beach you know, looking like the dementia adult diaper wearing moron that he is, they won't cover it. But Trump comes walking in out minus 10 degree cold, obviously tired after campaigning day in and day out, night after night. And what do they do? 
they start giving us that whole load of nonsense that Donald Trump might have health issues. I mean, these people are they're just evil. There's no other way to put it. They are just flat out evil people. And these are the people that are coming after your guns, ladies and gentlemen. And again, we'll go to the break with this. Just continuously ask yourself why these evil people want your guns from you. Why? The answer becomes clearer and clearer and clearer, particularly as we move into a campaign season now with an incredibly important election on the line. Yeah, it becomes clear. They, you're in their way. We'll be right back. True international over depression. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Rock on. Armed American Radio's daily defense continues here at the ranch. Yes, we have a ranch here in Georgia. Right now, Sig Sauer Studios lit up. Daniel Defense Microphone in this hour. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom. X Insurance presenting it all. Welcome back in. Greg over in Dallas, Texas. Did you want to throw your hat in the ring in the previous conversation before I move on? Uh, no, I, I was actually kind of disappointed in one of Andy's answers previously about uh, looking for someone outside of the uh, MAGA movement. That's the movement right now. If you're not both all in on MAGA and making America great again, then you're establishment. And we don't want you. The media hates MAGA for that reason. Good. Andy Hoosier, jump in. When the media hates it, you know you're on the right page. When you're taking flack, you know you're flying over the target. Isn't that a true statement? It is, yeah. And and look, don't get me wrong. Look, I want someone who supports the MAGA movement, obviously. I don't want someone trying to counter what Trump's doing if he picks them as a VP. So I, 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 what I'm saying is if you have a firebrand that's already part of I guess the face of the MAGA movement, like Carrie Lake is, you're not appealing to a general audience. And look, I mean, the MAGA movement is what it is. It's a very large organ. It's a very large movement, very large political stance. But uh, in politics, in order to widen the umbrella to try to appeal to as many voters as possible, you have to find uh, someone that maybe that isn't, I guess, carrying the same tune is the exact same person because you're not appealing to anybody new for them to be like, oh, wow, you know what? I like this ticket. This is going to work for me. It's you're still staying kind of in your zone. For example, mm. when Joe Biden came out the first part of the month or first part of the year and did his first speech at Valley Forge to announce his candidacy and start the campaign trail. All he did was literally called Donald Trump a tyrant, a Nazi, a fascist, yada, 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 that bounced and piggybacked right off of the media saying that Donald Trump would literally execute his opponents if he got back into office. Outside of the fringe Democrats that believe that fear mongering, that paranoia, that hatred, that anger, that violence type of speech and rhetoric to say that anyone wearing a red hat's evil outside of that fringe, Joe Biden is not going to appeal to anybody else on the campaign trail because he didn't talk about any successes he didn't talk about anything good that he's done he didn't talk about anything that he wants to do all he talked about was that either you vote for a tyrant or you vote for me to save democracy and that's not going to win outside of your own bubble politics and elections unfortunately is trying to appeal to as many as possible whether you mean it or not and in finding someone who's 
just as much of a firebrand spokesperson for the MAGA movement, while I agree with it, is not going to widen that branch either. I want a MAGA supporter, but they can't be someone who's a spokesperson for the organization, so to speak. We don't have time for squishes, and that's exactly what you're trying to appeal to. Look at what Mike Pence did, Judas, uh, when he had an opportunity to send the votes back to the states. What'd he do? He, he certified them. Uh, and jokes on Joe Biden, I'm into that kind of stuff. Uh, I would totally be thrilled to watch Gitmo trials and hangings. And when we get, if we get to that point and Trump is going to be the leader that tries everyone that committed a crime against humanity and Nuremberg trials, because this was a worldwide phenomenon that the Democrats, that China, uh, the World Health Organization and the CDC participated in in order to remove not only Trump, but leadership across the world that was pro-liberty and pro-capitalism in order to install these tyrants, because that's what Joe Biden is, because we could easily prove Joe Biden's a tyrant. They just say Trump is, and they think that he is, because none of them know what fascism is. None of them know what tyranny truly is, and we are currently living under tyranny under Joe Biden. Name any other uh, fascist dictator that uh, that did not imprison his political opposition. I'll wait. Well, here's the problem we have. The problem we have is that they have the media on their side, and the power of the mainstream media is still there. It's real. And the ability to gaslight and lie their way out of this. Only Andy to the gullible. Greg, well, only, yep, there's a lot of gullible. There's well, a lot of gullible out there. And, and the three of us will not live long enough, unfortunately, to see the actual facts come out down the road. And we know what they are. And they will eventually come out. This, this, you're not going to be able to keep this under wraps. Things like this lead to world wars, ladies and gentlemen. And if you don't believe me, all you got to do is look at the rhetoric coming from the other side right now. Civil war talk, all the garbage that's out there now today, the threats from idiots like Whoopi Goldberg. And Andy, I want you to jump in here. Whoopi Goldberg saying that Trump is going to disappear journalists. Good. She's claiming. (laughs) I love it. Okay, Greg. (laughs) I'm into that kind of stuff. Yeah, Greg loves these kinds of conversations. Well, the, everything she, else she's is actually weak. claiming everything she's else actually is weak. claiming that Donald Trump is going to murder journalists. Okay, it's not going to happen. But the rhetoric from the left is so dangerous now, Andy. Yeah. Can it get more dangerous? That's oh, a loaded it can definitely question. Definitely get more dangerous. How it, so? It go there. To, go there. I'm trying I mean, to lead you I mean, in the direction. Look, go there. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, look, the, what they're going to do is they are going to this this campaign because of like you said, and I saw that same poll with Joe Biden uh, being the lowest approved president that we've seen in at least 15 years, really on record for a president at this late in the game in the presidency. Thirty one percent. Yeah, they can't run on his record because normally when you're running for reelection, especially for president, it's look at what we've done for the last four years. Look at the trend we want to continue on for the next four years and look at how great you are and how better off you were. From just four years ago, you can't run that campaign with Joe Biden. So the only thing they have is to dial up the rhetoric against uh, Donald Trump, knowing that more than likely he's going to be the candidate for the Republican Party. So uh, and look, people are frustrated. Greg, you're a prime example of that, of how frustrated and how just done we are with the system. And I get it. I totally get that uh, with that. But we have to look at the numbers on how to best win the majority of people over to get into office to get the agenda done 
that we need to do. Joe Biden's going to go on the rhetoric to, and the media is going to go off on on how evil Trump is. And who knows what they're going to try to accuse him of next. Now, I mean, they're they're the joke that he made on the campaign trail in Iowa, saying that even if it kills you to go out in the freezing cold in Iowa to go and vote, you need to go do it because of how important it is. The media has literally ran an hour long story today on CNN and MSNBC, and he's talking about how Donald Trump how doesn't Trump care wants, about your personal health wants people and to wants die. you to die. Yeah, that's that's yeah, the story they're on. When you literally hear people laughing in the background because it's a joke and it's an obvious joke, but that's how stupid that we've gotten today and get ready because that's all we're going to get for the next four years. My, my point is with the Republicans is that while we need to take a harsh agenda stance, we have to win people over. The latest poll shows that there are more and more Americans that are, and especially my generation and younger, walking away from the two parties and registering as independents, just independent, non-affiliated voters. Among those that crowd, the independent, non-affiliated voters, Trump and Biden both poll very, very low. So how do you win those back over to support the cause and movement that we're going to take a hard stance? We're going to turn the country around. We're going to change things and get the corruption out of Washington, D.C. Well, something some of what you're saying, Andy, that. is age related, is purely age related. It's very difficult in an age of 74, 75 year old Trump, 81 year old Biden to win over look that generation still has their grandparents okay they see the age they see it they don't relate to it they're at that particular age where they know everything and you're just an old codger you're beginning to see this in the media now washington post ran a piece yesterday i wasn't planning on talking about it but i so i wish i had the piece up but it had to do with older americans and conservative right Refusing to accept accept a changing America. I will always refuse to accept a changing America. Our Constitution does not change. Our patriotism does not change. And that's what they're trying to do is change, literally change the demographics of this country to destroy it from within so that they can push their left wing political agenda. And it's, um, you know, it's it's not the same as. You looking back and, and, you know, comparing the 1930s, this is not what we're talking about here. They are literally trying to destroy our nation. There was a time when both parties were patriotic, when things could get done, and you didn't hate the other side to a point you wanted them gone. Politically, maybe. You're here up against that clock again. I hate it. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense continues. One more segment with Andy Hoosier. Six-hour studios. Daniel Defense, Mike Lit Up. X-Insurance presenting it all. We'll be right back. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. Final segment of the first hour of Armed American Radio. Mark Walters in front of the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. Six-hour studios here at AAR Ranch. All of it being brought to you by the great X-Insurance. GoatGuns.com, ladies and gentlemen. They make great gifts. What's the next holiday? Well, it's not really a holiday. Father's Day. What's that? Father's Day's coming up. Plus, Father's Day's coming up. Mother's Day's coming up. Can't discount that. In addition to that, you've got uh, Valentine's Day. So if you're looking for great gifts, 
that will, they're going to addict you. I can promise you that. Now, somebody tweeted me, I just saw News 2A team. I am addicted to firearms, just like you say. In fact, I snorted a North American Arms mini revolver before I even had breakfast. I love that. Yeah, I just I love that. And I have to be honest with you, I, I've I've enjoyed Twitter lately. Andy Hoosier, jump back in here. You know, I'm not a big Twitter fan. I think it's a cesspool. I have enjoyed it a little bit more since Elon Musk purchased it. I noticed that uh, conservatives get a little bit more traction, myself included. So more people are seeing those tweets. You're still being shadow banned and all that nonsense. It's it's obvious. When you have tens of thousands of followers and, you know, you get six responses, no, not everybody is seeing what you're putting out there. But nonetheless, I don't really care about that. I don't live my life as if Twitter is an end all be all. I couldn't care less about it. It's unfortunate that we just have to deal with it in today's day and age. But uh, I had a listener last night that responded to a tweet I put out at a, right after the show and introduced me via a tweet. To a gentleman by the name of Michael Oxford out of Santa Clara, California, Santa Cruz, California, who is a candidate for California State Senate District 17, pro-free speech, anti-war, pro-two-way, anti-commie, canceled tradesman, trail runner, podcaster, and coach. And I, I went, I, I pulled, I did some research on. He's the guy that you saw on Fox News. One of his businesses was canceled. I remember seeing him, but he is running for State Senate in District 17. And any time we can bring a pro-free speech, anti-war, pro-two-way anti-commie from California who understands what it's like to be canceled and won't allow it to happen, I'm going to put him on the show. So, Andy, I'm going to pass that information to you, too, because it sounds like somebody that might be right up your alley for your yeah. program as well. But I've, I've enjoyed Twitter lately. It's been uh, it's it's um, you're starting to see more conservative, more pro-gun stuff out there that begins to trend. And when that stuff begins to trend, well, you know, not to say that it makes a difference, but there are millions of people who do follow it. So. Anyway, Andy, let's wrap up the uh, previous conversation. It, it, that, that's a conversation that can go really, really far into the weeds, the destruction of the nation, the intentional destruction of the nation. Obviously, the progressive left is pushing a globalist agenda. And I go back to that whole deal. You ask yourself the question, why do they want you disarmed? Well, that's why. Hundreds of millions of armed Americans are literally standing in their way. They cannot enact their agenda with you being able to stop them. And isn't that what it's all about, Andy? Isn't that why it was written? It came up last night on the show, the brilliance of our of our founding fathers who understood that this was what was what government was going to do, that government will do over time and given us the Bill of Rights to be able to defend against that because they knew what government would grow itself into. Yeah, that's exactly why the Second Amendment's there. And it's hard for people to say that. It's hard, especially for campaign candidates, to say that on the campaign trail, because then it sounds like they're anti-government. And they're trying to start a coup to rise up. And that's not the case at all. We, But we are there to understand the purpose of what the Second Amendment's about. And you cannot take those firearms away. And we have more guns per person in this nation compared to any other nation on the face of the earth and that's why they absolutely despise it so uh look i mean we have to and we because of that we have to hold ourselves to a very responsible level and i say that in the means of uh the fact that when we lash out or when we emotionally react to issues they use that against us to show oh look it's the radical right the clinging onto their guns and bibles or the violent ones yada yada and you show every day and every time that there's a shooting that we're not the ones that are causing the shootings across the nation but it's the criminals that get their guns illegally or doing whatever they want to do but uh it's not us but we always have to use that and understand that we have how many millions hundreds of millions of firearms in this nation that they can't do anything 
too radical because of that fact. And they're going to find ways to chip it away little by little. They're going to try and get young the young generation to be uneducated on firearms. They're going to try and get people fearful of them. And they're going to turn themselves to the point to where they make the people say, hey, government, do something about gun violence, which is what they always try to do. And they've been successful at it, chipping away over the years and over the decades. So that's where this conversation comes in. So when we talk about elections, we talk about the politics of the day. Uh, at the end of the day, we have to remember that that's what's standing in the way between the true dictator, unlike what they say Donald Trump's going to be, but a true dictator and uh, full control from the federal government. Yeah, the, there's no better story to highlight what you just said than one out of the Daily Times, Portsmouth Daily Times. I believe this is from Ohio. Johnson highlights decrease in gun crimes following constitutional carry law. Now, this is not something you're ever going to see from mainstream media. They're not going to stand up and say, wow, look what happened in Ohio since they instituted constitutional carry. But State Senator Terry Johnson, Republican, uh, McDermott, Ohio, is applauding the release of a report detailing a decrease in gun crime following the enactment of his constitutional carry legislation, Senate Bill 215. And when we see, and I'll just quote from him, this report demonstrates that when Ohio and Second Amendment rights are protected, we are all safer. I am proud of my record in the legislature defending the constitutional rights of law-abiding citizens to lawfully carry firearms for the protection of loved ones and self against violent criminals. Andy, why won't the media report this, the facts that this is or that this represents in Ohio and the numbers bear it out? Why won't they touch it? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I've never seen, Mark, where they have an opportunity to report facts and watch the success and show how great things are, and they won't do it. I think I told you before on the program here that Joe Biden has an opportunity to say, oh, look, gun crime rates are down in the nation. You know, John Lott reported it with his organization and showing that gun crime rates are down. And even though it's not because of their gun regulations, usually in politics, you would use that as a bit of good news on the campaign trail for a reelection and say, look at what we've done. We've implemented gun policy. We've done this. We've done that. And now look at gun crime rates going down. And then we would have the debate on saying, no, that's not why the rates are down because of your gun policy. But they're not even doing that. They just keep saying that crime's on the rise and it's all because of the MAGA Republicans. They're missing an opportunity there. It's weird how nowadays they won't even report any bit of good news with gun crime rates going down or any bit of success stories of uh, crime rates because they don't want it to be because they live in that state of constant fear and paranoia and hatred and good news doesn't sell apparently nowadays at all and it's it's weird i've never seen a situation like this before there's a lot of weirdness going on right now but what you've just described is the fact that their agenda trumps the facts and the truth and that's that's what's important to point out Hence why 2024 is going to be the worst campaign we've ever seen in this nation's history. I I have no doubt about that at all. And you go back and read up on American history and some of the early founding fathers campaigns, John Adams, et cetera. These were these were viciously fought campaigns as the nation was forming. Well, where we are today, this is going to be brutal. It's going to be bad. You're going to go to a grocery store on Monday And the Biden campaign is going to tell you that everything is great and Bidenomics is a great success. And you just paid one hundred and fifty dollars for nine items that fit right in the very front section of your grocery cart. And they're going to tell you that you just don't see it. The lies getting ready to come at you, ladies and gentlemen, are unbelievable. Your right to bear arms is in their way, ladies and gentlemen. Never, ever forget that. Andy Hoosier, the voice of reason. Thank you very much for being here. We appreciate it very much. Always a pleasure, my friend. Andy Hoosier, KQAM Radio, Wichita's big talker, Wichita's favorite son. 
Andy Hoosier himself. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. Armed American Radio will be back in the second hour. Armed American Radio Ranch will be lit up. Six Hour Studios coming to you from the Crossbreed Holsters, Mike. All of it being brought to you every single day and every minute by the great X Insurance. We'll be back on the flip side six minutes after. Filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh. 